welcome to Gaming in the Desert. Hope you all are staying cool on this 4th of July weekend. I'm your host, KC, and with me is Luke. Luke, how are you doing today, man? I am doing excellent. I'm I'm excited for the 4th. I got my red, white, and blue shirt on. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to talk about some games, man. That's awesome. Awesome. The music you heard on the intro is from Halberd. He's an amazing musician and content creator. Please check him out on YouTube at youtube.com slash halberdgamers. Gaming in the Desert is a weekly podcast focusing on Nintendo platforms, but we show everybody love here. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash desertlevelgaming and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash desertlevelkc. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at desertlevelgaming. We have a pretty cool show for you guys planned today. Uh, We've got a little bit of seat time with Min Min and Smash. She's uh, definitely very, very worth talking about. We're going to talk a a little bit about the uh, Animal Crossing updates. And then we're going to go into what we've been playing and just some things that are going on around the community that we'd like to talk about and address. So with that, grab a cold beverage, crank up the AC, and let's jump into the desert. So first up, Min Min. Now, Luke, I know you're still taking a little bit of a break from Smash, but I got to tell you, Min Min... Just a little. (laughs) Min Min is... Oh, man. Min Min is a lot of fun. She is busted as heck, and I think that there's definitely going to be some some uh, some nerfs to her coming up in the in the very next update, next patch. But uh, just to start off, she is definitely a ranged character. She is amazing at edge guarding. I mean, I've been able to do stuff that I haven't been able to do uh, from an edge perspective ever, ever. So. Definitely. So give, uh, give me the scoop. Like, what what kind of uh, is there any like text that people have been figuring out, or is it still kind of in its infancy? Given that she was just released about a few days ago or a week ago, yeah. Or is, is is there anything interesting going on with that? Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of videos that are coming out as far as tutorials and stuff. And I have to be honest, I haven't watched any of them. I just jumped in and started playing her, and what she traditionalist can, traditionalist all the way, man. Plus, I, I really just haven't had a lot of time, but her her uh, range attacks, because her arms are so stretchy, she reminds me of Dalsim from uh, from Street Fighter 2, where he had those stretchy arms, and you could be across the stage and just knock your opponent around with that. Uh-huh. She is, if you're, char- if you're playing a character that is at all gimpable, you know, and I'm talking like the Marths, the Kens... Uh, oh, the Lucinas. Marth. Yeah, Marth is, dude. Uh, Marth could, is not. All right, we'll, we'll have to get an argument about this. Marth's, Marth has the best recovery, one of the best recovery moves in the game. It's, it's so fast. It comes out in so many little frames. It's just like you, you can't gimp it because it also has a hitbox right above it. Dude, if but you, anyways, okay. But I, can, but I can do that from just right off the stage with Min Min, and I can chase him deep, take that, uh, take so, those jumps so, away, and, and recover. I mean, so it's... Is it, is it her? Is it her? Is it her aerial moves that have like a lot of range and those gimp, or is it? Are they meteor smashes or spikes that that you're talking about, or, or what kind of gimps are, are they? It's her. It's her aerial moves. So okay. So like your your forward air can go so far over, and and what you can do is is it's almost like I'm trying to think of wow. who does who does this this type of thing really well, and I'm thinking of like, um. You know, I think Lucina does it really well, like with her back air, forward air, right. back airs. You can so, kind of do a combo like that. And, and being a Lucina player, I think that's generally my tendency on how to play it. 
off stage was was just a, a couple of forward air back airs, but you can do them at at so much further away now because her her arms go so far that you can you can effectively gimp really just about any character. I mean, if you're saying so Mott's got it, one of the best recoveries, does it have then, a lot of? Uh, sorry to interrupt. No, does it good. have a lot of uh, knockback on her aerial moves? Does it like push them away pretty pretty good, or, yes. or is it just kind? of... Oh wow! Yeah. So it's got range and and it's got actual knockback to it. So, yeah, that's that's a deadly combination. So if that ends up being something that's uh, sounds like that could be overpowered. So we'll we'll totally have to see if they nerf her or what. Yeah, and then the multiple smash attack that is really cool. Uh, you you can you can throw. It, I, I don't know if you played arms. How I does think that work? You, I think you said you haven't played arms, right? I haven't played arms. Okay, so in arms, there's a. There's like a charge up, and then what you can do is like this. It's not an animation sequence, but it's basically it gives you the the uh, opportunity to throw out um, multiple attacks at once, like multiple huge um, damage dealing attacks, and they they kind of mirrored that in in her smash build up where you can do multiple smash attacks, and it and it kind of acts like the same mechanic in in arms were. We kind of grab the guy, and then you just start just start mashing him, and you have so, to build up okay. like you have to build up power to do it in arms, but not in smash. Obviously, you could just throw out your smash attack. Um, I remember sure. in the in the uh, in the trailer so for her the, Sakurai. So, was, well, go ahead. So, so is it just so I understand? Because I I haven't played with. And, and another thing is is the DLC part of the first DLC pack again, or did you have to pay more for this? This Min Min uh, add-on, or was it free? You're 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 bringing up controversy, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is Fighter Pack Two, so Fighter Pack One was an extra thirty dollars, and Fighter Pack Two is is another thirty dollars. So people wow. have been like, "Man, I'm I'm into this game for one hundred and twenty bucks already." But, yeah, I. So I, yeah, I I would say that if you're if you're into the game enough, um, I feel. There's two realms of thoughts on this, and you ha- you get the the base game, and you get what? I mean, how many characters? It's eighty some characters, so it's not like it's it's hardly unplayable. But the fact that there are some characters, especially if characters are like better than other characters, like you're saying, this one seems broken, some of the other ones seem broken. That's when it for me gets into territory of like, okay, now you're you're kind of hitting a spot where it it might be unfair to people that don't buy the dlc because they have an inherent variance for for those who do buy the dlc and now you're paying for two smash games because you have the first dlc 30 bucks and the second one which is 30 bucks um so yeah geez that's um it's kind of a lot it would have been nice if they just said okay here's maybe 30 bucks for dlc going forward and I, I do, I mean, I get that they want funding to help, you know, have the developers develop these characters. And, you know, it, it is an exponential development process because every char- new character you add on, you have to test that character with every permutation of all the last characters. And the the QA and, and all that de- development is, is that much harder. But um, that being said, making the consumer pay that much more just just for like six more characters, and, and especially if they're they're broken and they're maybe they're the best characters in the game. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, that, no, that's interesting. It's a good it's a good point, and really, it was something that I mean, we saw it since Smash Four, right? Anybody who had Bayonetta and played her was was at a a bit of a an advantage. She was right. 
very clearly right, the, one of the best, best players, uh, best character of the game, if not the the top S tier character. So yeah, right. I guess your logic is 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 true in that if you don't purchase the DLC and you're looking at it from a competitive standpoint, yeah, you you could be at a disadvantage. On top of that, just being a a little bit into the competitive scene here in town, if you don't have the DLC, you can't you, your setup you can't bring your setup to the to the tournament because you oh. know there might be somebody who um who yeah plays that character exactly. So you know it it kind of it could put some competitors at a disadvantage. Honestly, that's that's why I really got into buying all the packs. But second second uh, secondary motivation for that was. I'm really holding out for Travis touchdown, man. I know that Suda and and Sakurai both said he wasn't going to be in it during the last fighter pack, but he didn't say anything about it in this fighter pack. So I'm still I've still got a glimmer of hope on that. Yeah, but no, I know that that's one you've been talking about since the game came out. So that would be great. I yeah. So I mean, if I was still playing like consistently, I, I would have got all all the fighter packs. I actually started weaning off a little bit because uh, i was busy during the first fighter pack and i just got the piranha plant which was like if you buy it early enough you get that but right. the characters seem cool and if i mean if if that if this is like the main game that you play you're playing it every day i mean i, I get it like maybe you, you would be playing a bunch of other games in lieu of playing this one every day like mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of I mean, it has a, a lot of replayability if you're actually competitively into the game versus a, you know, a, a co-op or a, a campaign kind of game where you play it once and you're like, okay, beat the campaign. Um, there's not, you know, online interactions or anything. So yeah, I, I, I understand it from a different, different perspectives, but overall I, I kind of, I kind of wince at, at it. So I, I wish they would have made it either cheaper or included it or, or making it cheaper probably would have been a little bit more fair rather than having it be worth you know it, it'd be twice the the price of the the game or the games now if you want all the characters it's double the price right right no that's yeah and that's i mean that's yeah that's, but is, yeah, yeah i mean that's uh that's capitalism so um <laughs> but it, it is also support for the game which is cool i i love it i, I you know I this, like we were talking about this last week a little bit where we were having a problem with some of the some of the the microtransactions in games and even though this is this is a pay for a new character kind of thing it is also kind of cool to see that the developers are still showing love to the game and, yeah. and releasing content and i think really the the best example of this is is splatoon right all of the mm -hmm. updates that splatoon uh released were were free and yeah. they and they still yeah. support that game, and it's so cool to see that that there's so much love right. for a game that that they just continue to release content for it. Yeah, you know, I I probably wouldn't be that upset about it. Well, for one, if I was really into the game, like I was mentioning, but two, if it was just if it was just a little cheaper, it just seems kind of steep, like thirty bucks for you know six or what five four four characters. I, how much is is in a pack? It's was six. it four or five? Oh, it's six. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, all right. Well, anyways, but <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's a lot it's... for your money. You know, you're getting you're getting five bucks. It, it really, I mean, it boils down yeah. to five bucks a pop. So it's I, yeah. It's... I I don't know. It's you know, I I wish it was a little cheaper, I guess, but um, 
yeah, I, 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 I'm kind of on the fence on it. But anyways, back to Min Min. So you, you were talking about her smash attack, and you you said it was a multiple thing, but you you actually grab the character when you do it. Oh, and, in, uh, in arms you do. In, our, in arms, it's a little bit different. They're just uh, it, it's just a little bit different in 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 the arms game as it is in Smash. Smash, I think they're just giving you a kind of a different thing, or as a multiple smash attack. And and you know, I wonder. I haven't again. I haven't dove too far you mean into a it. multi a multi-hit smash attack no like you, you can you can throw out multiple smash attacks one right after the other oh okay i i guess i have to just see how it how it works then i'll throw it, i'll have to throw to some video yeah but as yeah. we're doing this i'll throw some video in where it, where you can see where it's where it's doing that and that's where uh in the trailer sakurai was saying it's better if you if you set your smash to a b uh because you it, it'll make that mechanic a little bit easier which is pretty pretty interesting so mm-hmm. anyway yeah min min i'm definitely gonna be playing some more i i don't want to get too too much uh you know i, I don't want to i don't want to fall in love with the character too much because i know when when that next patch comes she's gonna get nerfed big time <laughs> it just it has yeah. to happen because <laughs> i mean they're talking about you know the the matchups for her that are good and bad and 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 honestly i i'm not really seeing that i was doing for having only played with her for for an hour or two, I was doing quite good in in uh, in the uh, arenas with with some of our some of our friends that are that are pretty good at Smash and and uh, to the point where they're like, "Man, you're really good with Min Min," and I was like, "No, I think she's I think she's carrying me, dude, because I'm not that good at Smash <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and you know that." But uh, it's you know it is uh, it is cool. But anyway, um, you know, uh, moving on. The, uh, the, there's been, you know, just staying on the topic of Smash, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of negativity and a lot of things that have been coming out over the last, last couple right. weeks, really. And, and, and I don't right. want to dive too much into it, but I, I do want to put it out there and, and kind of get a conversation going, um, with, with the audience around some of the things that have been going on. And it's been very, uh, kind of a depressing week for Smash. Yeah, it's heartbreaking, really. But uh, not to get get too much into the details and stuff, you know. It, it just just a kind of a PSA, just to you know always always keep an eye on what what you're playing, what what your kids are playing, what those around you are doing, especially if you're in some of these uh, some of these competitive scenes where where you're around a lot of people because um, things can go bad so so quickly, and yeah. and I just hate hearing stuff like that. And just as a father with 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 uh, a couple of kids who do play right now. And then of course my third is, is to, you know, she's a baby, so she's, she's not playing any video games yet. Um, you know, give it, yeah. Give it another year. Yeah. Give it <laughs> exactly. She'll be playing Sonic just like my son was, but uh, you know, it's, it's just something to, to keep in mind that, that there's still a lot of positivity and there's a lot of good things going on in the community. And, and I, I have so much, um, I have so much optimism for for what the what the gaming community could be, and I've been fortunate enough to be a part of really good communities where things like this are not tolerated. So you know, to anybody who's listening and 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 uh, hearing all the drama and 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 just rethinking as as even I was kind of rethinking, like, do I want to do this? Do I want to be uh, a content creator in the midst of all of this terrible stuff that's happening? And and I had to kind of give myself a kick in the butt and say, yes, we, we, we want to be, we don't want to let that kind of stuff win and take over and be the, right. Be the perspective, exactly. the perception of, of the community of, of video games in general. 
Uh, I want to be a, a, a positive thing. And I hope that people listening to this show and, and people who are involved in the gaming communities can just take this and say, no, I, I also want to be that positivity and, and that, uh, that good example. So um, I'll, I'll get off the soapbox on that, but uh, I, I don't right. know if you have any thoughts about that, Luke. I just, you know, I, I wanted to bring it up and just kind of address it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think it's important to to not not shy away. Um, but yeah, just just to, like you said, I mean, just because there's some terrible, terrible th- parts of um, the uh, community that doesn't mean that there's also some positive parts. And, and, and definitely what you were saying about, you know, you you continuing to be a, a positive part of the community is even, in my opinion, more important, because you know, it shouldn't be something where you say, oh, now I want to shy away from it. No, I think it's even more important to continuing to to create things that are positive to counterbalance these these, you know, these these bad people. So, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I like you said, you have, you have a few kids. If I if I had kids, I, I would probably make sure that they don't get ever too in, too involved into like very competitive circles of gaming and, you know, kind of. I, Personally, I would like to keep my kids once I have them, um, kind of as of more of a family, you know, couch style gamers rather than going to all these events and, and things like that. Um, that's not to say that you can't, um, you know, probably bring your kids to events and have them experience that. Um, but personally, I, I just think there's 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 some some amount of um, grime and, and dirt to it where if I'm thinking about my kids um i i would i would probably think twice before just sending them off and having them go to all these events and, and things like that and and, and consume letting that consume their uh their all their hobbies and stuff like that because I, I think it's important to have a balance in life not just you know just be in this one um be in this one vein that uh can be a little dirty if, if you go in the wrong direction with it yeah totally no you're right and you know, that's why uh, a, a big part of what we're doing with our content is is to educate parents and really encourage the connection. You know, this is all about being interested in what your kids are interested in. So one, it doesn't feel like it's taboo. And, and two, you can know what the heck's going on. Uh, I would encourage any parent out there who who has uh, younger children or or even middle aged you know middle aged children look at me middle aged uh, <laughs> teenage children whatever your mom right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah no, you're not middle aged yet but <laughs> uh, I don't know I'm getting there man I'm getting there but uh, just connect with your kids on this you know show some interest because though there there are uh, there are good and bad parts of, of every uh, every subculture and every every scene, more or less, if you show that interest and you go and attend some of these events, I know it might be a, a it might be a little embarrassing. It might not. I don't know. I take I take my son with me to to local smash events, you know, where it's a all ages type of situation and he can come in and play. And and again, we're so fortunate in our town to be blessed with with I think one of the best smash communities out there. Uh, where where I can feel safe to bring my my son around, uh, I know not everybody can 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 echo that sentiment, but you know I I feel like if if I can make that the norm to where my son's like, hey, you're interested in this game just like I am. I'm interested in going to this competitive thing. Do you want to go with me? I think that's so much better than 
hey, I want to go to this competitive thing and you have no idea what it is and you have no idea what they're going, but you know your kid wants to do it, so you're inclined to go let them do that. Right. Without I, having I think, a full, I mean, full perspective of well, it, you know? What you're saying is like, yeah, make it like a father-son activity rather than like, oh, I'm going to go off and kind of... I mean, it's almost like, you know, because it, it, gaming can be something where kids like kind of shirk their parents and, and, and shirk like, you know, be, maturing and, and, and all that. And, and Or it could be something where, you know, it... it it's a bonding experience. And I think that's what you've done with, with your kids. And it's been a lot more positive a thing, thing than, than a lot of, um, you know, children that, that have, um, you know, that, that are into gaming. So I, I think there's just, it depends on how you go about it. And I think, I think you, you're a great example of how to successfully go about it and, you know, have it as a bonding experience and sharing something with your, your kids and there's there's ways to not go about it right, and sometimes that can lead to um, some of this uh, <laughs> some of this terrible nonsense that has has been going on in the Smash community. Totally, um, and not just Smash. I don't want to, and I I'm sorry to sing kind of yeah. single out Smash, but that's kind of the topic of the week right now. But in every right, every right. gaming community, you know, there yeah. you hear things like this. And it, yeah, and and any I, community really. Yeah, exactly. Any subculture, any any scene. Like I was saying, I I think that. Uh, the other challenge is if you don't have kids, and and again, just the I, I keep tooting the horn of of our local uh, our local Smash scene here, but you know we we've got some really uh, mature community leaders that you know if we see somebody come that's that's a younger person, one you know our our goal is to make that person feel as safe as possible, but second, if we see that kid's parents, we go up and talk to the parents. You know, and, and say, hey, you know, my name's so-and-so. I'm the tournament organizer for this, you know. Um, you know, hey, let me get your name, you know, and, and talk to them and make them feel included too because, you know, sometimes it's awkward for the parents too. They got to go and sit down and on the corner and stuff. Yeah. And um, I think, yeah. we're, I don't know if you were with me or, oh, no, it was it was uh, one of our have other them friends. Pl- get them to play some casuals, man. Say like, That's hey, what have, I you, do. have you ever yeah. played? And it yeah. was funny because I was and, talking to and, one guy's dad and he was like, Oh man, I'm an old school Street Fighter player. I'm like, dude, let's get down on some Street Fighter. So am I. Let's do it. Perfect. And he was like, yeah. you know, make them feel included too. And that, I think cool. that that's that's like the that's the positivity and that's the stuff I want to challenge people to drive. And if you don't have mm-hmm. kids and you're in that scene, then be a leader and be and be um uh I'm gonna use somebody else's word, but be a protector. Uh I I wanna point the audience towards um a, a, another great podcast called Beyond the Metagame. And um the the host from that game peon released a video um on youtube addressing the situation in a much more eloquent much more comprehensive manner than than we will today but uh that was his his statement was hey be a protector stand up for these people you know if you if you're throwing a fest or you're a to you 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 have a responsibility uh to maintain a safe environment and that and that's just something i want to challenge everybody out there to do is is just just be that difference and be that change to to um improve the perspective and the percep or the perception i keep using the wrong word perception of the of the scene so that that's all i want to say on that topic but right uh thank yeah, you for ag- agreed yeah thank you for listening to me on my soapbox here but it's i, I think it's important but yeah so uh, anyways um so I, I i heard there was a uh and i think we touched on it last week but just briefly there was an animal crossing update 
where where you could start swimming and on your island and on other people's islands um so have you checked that out at all casey my, my kids got me up this morning and the first thing before good morning dad good before hey how was your night out with mommy last night uh before hey it's <laughs> the sun came up this morning it was did you download the animal crossing update yet dad did you download it and mostly my daughter because my daughter is super super into animal crossing she loves it like i was saying uh think on on our first or second episode this is her first real video game she's five and she's been playing stuff but this is like her first start to finish really learning the mechanics of it um kind of learning to read through it you know learn learning some words here mm-hmm. and there she's she don't get me wrong she's not like completely reading it or anything uh but she's she's really uh she's really taken to that game and and when they saw the update announcement that they're going to be swimming allowed they were just losing their minds so i just downloaded it before the show there are some really uh really cool changes but the main one is basically yeah that you're going to be able to swim and you can also catch sea creatures now like eels and starfish scallops stuff like that and you can donate them to your museum and yeah and that, that's, something, that's pretty cool something that my daughter doesn't know about but she's gonna flip her lid when she sees it is that there are mermaid themed do-it-yourself recipes now that you can get uh oh yeah i saw that um so when she fig- when she finds that out i i have to be filming that reaction because there's going to be tears because <laughs> she is so <laughs> into mermaids in fact my youngest daughter's room is the the theme of her room is mermaids and i mean that they're yeah my uh, my kids are gonna yeah, love cool. this. So I I haven't yeah. dove too much into it. It I, did just come out this morning, or maybe last night while I was asleep. But I I didn't fully intend to to put some uh, footage up and and do a little bit of playing today with the kids on that one. Yeah, yeah. So I I've just kind of looked over the the notes on what's in in the patch, and um, it looks pretty cool. I the one um, NPC named Gulliver. Yeah. I guess there's another version of him now that's um, Gulliver with A R R instead of V E R. So it's the pirate version of Gulliver, Gulliver, and he washes up on the beach, and now he gives unique uh, pirate related items. So that that's like the uh, maybe the more uh, for uh like the for the, the boys, boys yeah or, <laughs> my, and my boys. son's gonna be yeah my and, son's uh, gonna be all about that pirate stuff too yeah man i i had these like little fisher price uh pirate set when i was a little kid i, I just loved pirates so yeah i, I would have loved this when i was uh younger and actually if if i uh get back on animal crossing i'll probably try to get some uh pirate uh <laughs> pirate stuff to wear and to to put in my house but uh, maybe you can make a little like pirate um, base or something where you know <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I fully intend cool. on doing that. That sounds that sounds awesome. That sounds so, so awesome. So do you know? You said you could donate um, new things to the museum. Is it a new section of the museum, or does it go? It probably goes into the uh, aquatic area or where, where you put a, donate the fish to. I'm guessing. I'm going to assume. Yeah, I'm going to assume it goes to the aquarium portion of the yeah. of the museum. I don't know if there's any any new area of the museum, but uh, and I'll have to did you did. Did you end up ever getting to the the art in the museum? You got the art unlocked. Or no? I got the art unlocked. Yeah, um, I haven't put yeah. any in there. I haven't really. It's kind of tough. I'm, I'm, I don't went... trust that guy, dude. He's so sketchy. <laughs> well, that's. I think that's like the the idea of it. But yeah, like if if you buy his stuff, um, 
I think, so you go into the, I think his name is Red, Red the Fox, and he um, he drives his boat or he, he um, steers his boat on the island every once in a while, and you come onto his boat and he has a bunch of different art pieces, and I guess I, there's like five or six of them, and um, out of the five or six, there's only one that is real, and right. you have to look at them, you inspect them, and if the painting looks funny... Um, and a lot of them are based on real life paintings. Like there's the Mona Lisa and, um, I think there's starry night and some, just a bunch of, you know, well-known famous, uh, paintings and in sculptures. Mm-hmm. And if they look kind of funny, um, as you're inspecting them, then they're probably fake. And, um, if not, then they're real and you can donate them, but you know, you have a one in five or six chance. And so it's really difficult because he only comes every once in a while to, so it's it's hard to get them um, real pieces to the museum. So that that one would take a, take a while, I think. But you can you can look up like what to look for on, online. But right. you know, I I tend not to do that. Yeah, but, yeah, because yeah, you're you're a true gamer, man. I, I I'm all about I, the walkthrough. <laughs> you know, I have a friend who told me, and this is a I've heard great things about this game. It's called Ori in the Blind Forest, oh, or just yes. that whole series. Yes, and I've heard great things. But he said he, he really liked the game, and but towards like the the last level or the last boss or the, like the last part of the game, it got difficult. So he was just like, yeah, like I could try to beat this, but and so instead he he looked up a video and just watched the end of it. He's like, yeah, so it's pretty much I I finished the game. <laughs> so it's like, oh my gosh, that's that's funny. I would never do that. I I, I don't know. I don't There's think... something about achieving the the victory of the game that that is is part of the experience to me, but not to everyone. Apparently I don't, so. I don't <laughs> I think that, that I could get that far into a game and, and watch the ending just out of fear yeah. of frustration. I think maybe the, uh, the exception to that might be cuphead at, at how difficult <laughs> yeah, that well, game I, is. I don't know. You, you never even really got into, I mean, you didn't even beat too many levels. I think in I've cuphead, got like, I, I think I might be to like the fourth level in there. I, yeah, and, I and it's been so long. It's a difficult one. I, I beat, uh, there were like some twin frogs and then there was, uh, there was a carrot and a potato. And I mean, there, there's just some madness in that game. And I, I can't even remember how much further I went after that. Yeah. But I don't think I'm oh, the, terribly. The frogs, frogs one had some d- difficult parts in it. I think, um, at the end there was like this lottery, uh, slot machine. And yep. if you, if you got, yeah, if you got like a certain, um, set on those it was like very difficult i think it was the tigers that like anyways yeah but yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) digress but yeah that's the um ori the blind forest is i mean it's a beautiful looking game it's again probably one of the most pretty games that i'll never play uh just because i don't know i just don't have time for it but it is gorgeous and i guess there's too many games out there they released or are going to release a sequel to that game and i saw the trailer for that and it looked just beautiful but I, so maybe that maybe that's the one I'm talking about because was Ori in the Blind Forest released a while ago? Yes. Okay, so yeah, th- there's there's been a sequel and I forget the name escapes me, but that's the one I was talking about, and I, I hear it was also just really good. I mean, as far as the indie game scene goes, it's it's way up there uh, for me right now. I I just beat Cuphead and that's my number one, but I I think it's that's that's that one's up there as well. Yeah, I think um, there's Ori so, Ori the Will of the Wisps and Ori and the Blind that's Fo- it. Forest. Yeah, so Will of the Wisp is the new one. Yeah, I mean they're just gorgeous games. You're right, and they're they're way up there in, in like the the Cuphead, uh, Celeste, yeah, kind of those those really high shovel night shovel night. Yeah, exactly. So 
but no those are those yep. are great games so uh great segue what are you what are you playing right now yeah so I, I think i mentioned it a little bit on the last episode but i've been playing um a game i just got which is dark souls remastered on the switch and i haven't played any of the dark souls or souls games before and um i gotta admit i i first got it and i didn't know you know i didn't know anything about dark souls i just was like yeah this would be a cool like um even i mean it's almost a game genre Mm -hmm. really and that the more i get into it the more i realize that there's not anything quite like this um it's the first time i got into it so um yeah i i started playing it and i didn't realize it was the first well not actually the first first because i i guess the first dark souls game was uh demon souls which is originally demon uh, souls that's the one yes yes released in japan Mm -hmm. yeah and then it came to america and did better and people kind of fell in love with uh, the difficulty and, and the, the level design and then they make Dark Souls which is just a critically acclaimed game and really just kind of set the set the bar for the rest of the Dark Souls games Dark Souls 2, 3 and then Bloodborne and I don't know if there's other ones out there there, there might be um, but anyways I hadn't really dipped my toe into any of these and uh, I started playing this Dark Souls remasters which is the first Dark Souls 1 remastered on the Switch and I I was like, oh, okay. So the graphics don't look like new or or anything too impressive uh, by any means, in in my opinion. When I first started, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, so this game was this game was made in 2010. So I I had heard of Dark Souls, but I was like, oh, it sounds like a modern game, and I figured it would have been one of the more modern ones remastered. I I, you know I didn't even know, but it, it it was a little older, and I was like, okay, so the graphics aren't like the 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 newest looking thing, but they definitely weren't they weren't bad and and you were able to get um you know pretty close to 30 frames per second on the switch mm-hmm. and it things were things were looking pretty pretty good but um initially i was like i don't really get it like i, I didn't really understand it and um really um i, I thought it was more kind of like a skyrim kind of game or something like that where you kind of explore and there's just like randomly generated enemies or and uh you know you kind of I don't know, but um, Dark Souls is is meticulously designed. Like every enemy that they place somewhere is specifically put there to give you a certain to to just kind of give you the right amount amount of challenge to um to to actually challenge you and and to you know have you think and and um strategize about what you're going to do next in the game. And I, that is something I, I think is really, that really attracts me to games when, when that kind of detail is put into the difficulty and, you know, having, thinking about like what the meta is and what, what the player is thinking about and how to make the, the, the player strategize better. I, I think that is something that's overlooked sometimes and um, is really important in, in game design, especially in these open worlds where you're like, oh, I have an open world. It's, it's a great game and it's pretty. Well, I think there has to be more than that. Um, in a game and, and dark souls definitely does this. Um, and I want to say that, you know, it, it, it gets a lot of attention as like these really, really difficult games. Dark souls is like known as these really difficult games. And, um, but it's, it's not just like, um, like maybe a, a cuphead we, we mentioned earlier, difficult game. It's not like that. It's more, it has an RPG element. So you're leveling up a character and it's more than just, you know, being having really good reaction times or really good memorization of, of 
boss moves and things like that. You also have to um, be strategic about you know which stats you level up, mm-hmm. um, what what you what you where you go in the game, um, things like that. So I just I just did. I've had the game for a week. I just beat the first. I would say probably the first actually difficult boss sequence, which is the the I think they're called the gargoyles it, mm-hmm. anyways it's on this undead parish it's this area of dark souls map area and it's um i guess it's partially like a a church or some worship area and then you tra- you can eventually get up to the top and then there's these demon gargoyles that start attacking you and breathing fire and you <laughs> die a lot that's what i was gonna you ask you how lot. many times did you die playing uh playing that boss uh, i'm sure it was a lot i yeah it's quite a bit i mean probably like maybe 30 plus i mean 30 doesn't sound like a, a terribly large amount but to get to the boss you have to travel you know you, you go all the way back to this so the, they have yeah. these bonfires and then you have to go like and you know beat these enemies and even like the puny enemies like what you would consider like goombas and mario or whatever yeah you have to like you can't just blow them off because if uh if you have like one or two like if you have like two or three of them in, in, in an area um, you have to be really smart how you go about it. Usually you have to lure one or two out or just at a time and just kind of take them out because if you get a, a horde of them, then you just, you just die. Yeah, you can't, so you I, can't I, even fight them. Yeah. You can't. I mean, it's, it's, it's so anyways, um, I'm kind of rambling, but on the, on the boss battle that I beat, just beat, um, I had to realize that um, all this armor that I had on, was really not doing me Wasn't doing you anything. Any um, <laughs> that... I took all my ar- armor off, so I just looked like this like skinny little raisin. Because one of the things in the game is that you're uh, is undead person or a zombie yeah. essentially, yeah. and you can acquire humanity to become a human. And anyways, I I took everything off, so I was this crusty little zombie guy with little twig legs, and and then I could actually move quickly. And I was like, wow, okay, so now. And then I was actually able to beat the the gargoyles because I could move around. I'm like, wow! So I don't even want any of this armor. Right. So that was that was one of the things I had to realize. And um, there's probably other scenarios where you want more armor or something. But yeah, it's. I mean, I'm I'm falling in love with this game, man. So I I'm I think I'm gonna keep playing. It's gonna be a long one. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I've got and, a, uh, I've got an assignment yeah. for you. So when yeah. you're done with Dark Souls, if you decide not to go to Bloodborne. Uh, there's another FromSoft game called Sekido, and Shadows Die Twice. Okay. And it is it's the same it's the same Souls type of game, but it's kind of in a uh, Japanese samurai type setting, and okay. it looks absolutely great. It got all kinds of awards, and and uh, it, it's very uh, it's very highly acclaimed. But uh, you're probably gonna have to play on the PS4 or on the PC. Okay, so okay, but so check the... it out. It looks really cool. I've always wanted to play it, but Souls games just scare the crap out of me. So, <laughs> I just yeah, <laughs> you're telling me yeah, about they're... being strategic and leveling up would... and getting the right armors, and I'm having flashbacks of all of my mistakes in Fire Emblem, and I'm just like, eh, oh, I don't know yeah. if I <laughs> if I should dive into this. I I think it's cool. I think I mean. <sighs> I, I really needed like a day to like digest it because I was thinking about even returning it when I first started. I was like, I don't get it. Like, I just feel like like there's these enemies and I don't really know where to go. But then once I realized that these are like levels and there is it's not like this. It's not that it's not free form and, and open, but it, everything was meticulously thought out. And it, it, it was like there is a path to, to go and there's 
there maybe there's multiple ways to figure it out. But um, once I kind of understood that and understood what the allure was and the difficulties and and how to you know strategize, it it became a lot more fun. So Casey, I don't know. I, maybe if if you challenge me, I'll challenge you. Maybe sometime you can come over and and play and for play like an hour and see what you think. I'll give it a try. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, those those games um, are very interesting to me. I was very interested in Bloodborne. It looked so good. Uh, it had me from the original trailer that I saw at E3, and I just I, as I learned more about what these types of games were, I was I was kind of put off by it, just because I, I know what kind of gamer I am, and and if I'm very honest with myself, I don't know if I have the skill level to really play these types of games. But I, I'll give it a shot. Absolutely, they can be frustrating. I'll, I'll definitely I'll, give it I'll a give shot. you that. But uh, yeah, man. So no, that's great. That's a great, uh, great info on the game, and and uh, and uh, hope you hope you beat it. <laughs> it sounds like it's yeah, gonna take a while. It'll be a while. So we'll keep tracking your journey through that game. Uh, I am still. So, so how about you? I'm still finishing up Bioshock, the the original. I'm 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 about uh, I'd say four fifths of the way through. I'm getting a lot of uh, level ups right now, so things are starting to get easier. Big daddies are getting easier to kill now. Uh, I'm, I'm rescuing more of the little sisters, which are the little demented doll-like creatures that you have to uh, save because you know they they follow the big daddies around. And I don't want to spoil it too much for people I haven't played, but I mean it's a ten-year-old game, so what am I spoiling? But it it still is a great game. It still holds up today, even though you know it was a PS or I'm sorry, a, a Xbox 360 era game, it, and the the graphics are quite dated. The story's still great. The environments are fantastic. The sound is killer. The gameplay is 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 very well done, and even though I suck at first-person shooters, I still love it. It's still great. I can't wait to get into Bioshock 2, and then Bioshock Infinite, where I get to uh, revisit my favorite NPC of all time. So, uh, still playing that. I also was playing Smash, and I'm about to get into some Animal Crossing once we wrap the show up here. So, um, with that, uh, any closing thoughts, Luke? No, that that's it, man. I, I'm... I'm just uh, about to make some plans to get some burgers and get some steaks, get ready for the grill out on uh, the 4th. I'm sure you're about to do the same. Doing the same, yeah, man. Some some burgers, some steaks, maybe a little, uh, try to do a little surf and turf action too, see if I can get a good deal on some seafood here. No no homemade fireworks? No, no, no. We're a little too close to the mountain for that, man. And it's still still a blaze, which has been crazy. It it looked like it was going to rain a little bit yesterday. It rained. It rained over here. I, I heard it rained a little bit up there. It, it spit. So maybe that's good. Yeah, it spit yeah. a little bit. Uh, it it downpoured right. over on my mom's, which is she's kind of uh, a little south of us. But uh, but here it was. Uh, we were all getting really excited for it, and it just kind of broke apart and didn't didn't turn in anything. Yeah. So we were a little well, disappointed. We'll, we'll keep hoping for it. We will, man. Anybody who's in a rainy climate, you guys out there in Florida. Um, Send it. Send our send some uh, rainy thoughts our way because we we definitely need it. Oh, and on that on on that regional topic, a quick shout out to our very small two uh, percent audience in Germany, Guten Tag, and in Mexico, Buenos uh, Aires. So, well, Buenos Dias still. We're we're still in the morning, but uh, thank you guys for listening and hope you're enjoying the show and uh, keep on uh, keep on listening. With that, if you uh, if you enjoyed the show, you enjoyed the episode, please like and comment. the uh, The comments and the likes and the five star ratings help us with the algorithm. Help us get the show out there, and uh, we're all about reaching new audiences and trying to connect with more people. So please uh, please reach out to us that way. 
We are on YouTube at youtube.com slash desertlevelgaming. We're streaming on Twitch at desertlevelkc. And we are on all of your favorite podcasting services. So check us out. Uh, and if you want to look at the show notes and join our Discord, if you want to catch a game with us anytime, uh, please join our Discord. There's somebody on it all the time and, and ready to play a game with you if, uh, if, uh, if you're into Smash or any of the other games that we have posted on there. Uh, so I hope you're staying cool again. Enjoy the 4th of July weekend, and we will see you on the next episode. See you guys. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was...